Hello and welcome to The Home Building Hero, where we help you become the hero of your new home by providing you all the information that you need, no matter if you're building, buying, or designing your next project. We got you covered here at The Home Building Hero. Today's topic, our top features first-time home buyers want. Hi, I'm David Bellman, president of Bellman Homes, and thank you so much for tuning into The Home Building Hero. If you haven't already, make sure you hit the subscribe button so you get notified of all new episodes. And if you have a moment, please make a review and uh, leave a comment about the podcast. We would really appreciate it as it helps more and more people find the program and get this great information. So I recently got a study uh, result sent to me by email, and this study was done by the National Association of Home Builders, and they polled first-time home buyers at the International Builders Show in 2020. So it's a very recent study, and it's got some wonderful information in it that I wanted to kind of share and analyze with you guys. So to start, before we get into this, they also did some looking at the average home size. And for many years, the average home size was climbing. From 2010 to 2015, homes were still growing in size, average square footage. But from the year 2016 through 2019, the average home built was now the smallest that it's been since 2011. So it's going downward and it's getting closer to those levels of the recession, which is kind of interesting. So that's due to a couple things. It's due to builders shifting their production and trying to get some more affordable and entry-level homes for first-time buyers. Of course, if they're able to do that. A lot of areas don't allow you to do that. So a lot of this is just targeting the new generation, which is the millennial buyer, as you know, the largest population segment out there. A lot of builders are shifting their product line to accommodate those buyers. So what type of homes do a first-time home buyer really want? In this study, they, they polled these people and... Here are some of the data that that comes out. The majority of them, over 77%, want a single-family detached home. They don't want a townhome. They don't want a condo. They want a traditional single-family home. Okay, that makes sense. You know, I I think the one thing we always have to understand with younger buyers, especially millennial buyers, is they, they sometimes don't know uh, everything they just know what they know. They know from their experience. So if their parents had a single family home, that's just what they they know and and want. Um, now whether they can afford that, that's a whole nother thing. As far as an average size of home that they would prefer, they prefer something, and this is again based on a study. Nineteen hundred and seventy seven square feet is the median size home they want. So just took data and averaged that out. That's why you have kind of an odd number there. So that makes sense. So around 2,000 square feet or slightly under is kind of what they're looking for. A couple other things that were high priority. 76% of them indicated they wanted the kitchen and the family room to be completely or partially open. So open concept floor plan, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, Potentially, they were in homes where that didn't have that. And, you know, I think that's the thing that the majority of buyers do want. So there's, there's nothing really unique about that. I think a lot of people do want more of the open plan where, you know, the kitchen is visible to the family room and open for entertaining. 
Another high priority item is they wanted stainless steel kitchen appliances. So again, kind of interesting. Uh, kitchens are always popular. Kitchens are always some of the uh, the most talked about and the, the primary things that people will focus on in their home. So that's not a surprise that you know these two items pertain to the kitchen. And these were some of the highest percentages of, of, of consensus out of the survey. Next up on the list, 59%, so nearly 60% of them would prefer to live in a suburban environment, in the suburbs. So that kind of puts a little bit of water on the, the millennials only want to live, you know, in a walkable area downtown. You know, they want to be by the nightlife and the entertainment 60% of them would prefer to be in the suburbs. So a larger percentage is, you know, wanting to be in that suburban area. And as millennials age, I think that number will slightly increase as they, they get closer to creating families, having children and those type of things. Another thing that was important to first-time buyers, 57% of them want a first floor laundry room, laundry room on the first floor. And again, that that would be something I would think a lot of buyers would want, but it makes sense. You know, who wants to go all the way down in their basement to do laundry? Um, the the one thing that's a little bit challenging with this is a lot of home designs now have second floor laundry. So if all your bedrooms are upstairs, having your laundry upstairs kind of makes sense. And we have quite a few people that buy our homes with that design in it. And for us, it makes the home a little more affordable, believe it or not, because even though there's some extra cost putting a pan in and things like that upstairs, you're saving that first floor square footage, which is so expensive, and you're shifting it upstairs and you're building out and utilizing as much of that first floor area on the second floor. So, you know, you're building up instead of out and it, it, it is economical that way. So that's interesting. That would be neat to kind of figure out if there was a way to break that down and find out how much of those people wanted first floor laundry, second floor laundry, or just don't want basement laundry. That would be interesting to know. And then this was kind of an interesting thing about garages. They said 40% want a two-car garage, but 12% want no parking facility at all. So it's kind of interesting. So quite a few want to have an attached garage, uh, we don't know what the other percentages are, if it was three car, one car, but 12% don't really care about parking at all. So these are probably people that don't want to live in the suburbs and maybe take Ubers and Lyfts and things like that. So maybe they just don't care, don't want to pay for that amenity because they may not even own a car. And uh, they, they use that kind of transportation. Maybe they use public transportation. So that that's most likely where that came from, but kind of interesting data nonetheless. A couple other things that came out in the survey that were interesting is some specific features that are important and are on their wish list. Here are a couple items. Hardwood flooring in the living areas of the main floor. So not just the kitchen, but they want hardwood floors throughout the home. So great room, maybe a study, kitchen dinette, rear hall. So as much as possible, they want a solid wood floor throughout the home. Could be for multiple reasons. Again, thinking maybe kids, um, you know, spilling things, pets, obviously dogs and cats, 
Hardwood floors are a little bit more durable, easier to clean up than carpet. So that makes sense. And we are seeing a shift to a little bit more hardwood floors. I think this is also, you know, it, they say hardwood floors here, but a, a lot of younger buyers and first-time buyers are going to LVT and LVP type flooring, plank flooring. So those are a little bit more durable than some of the wood floors of past. So I think that probably lumps that in as well. Energy Star windows are very important, so they're still concerned about energy efficiency and making sure that they put in good products. Walk-in pantry is on the list as well. So again, we're seeing the kitchen pop up as important. Walk-in pantries are extremely important in any home that we build, and especially you know, if you did this study today versus back in January, it probably would even be a higher percentage. And the reason just is because obviously more and more people are, are forced to be at home and they're storing more goods. But walk-in pantries are getting close to a must-have for, for a lot of people in new homes. And very seldom do I build a new home without one. Patio was important. So uh, adding a patio into their home was important as well. And of course, making sure the home does include a laundry room. So those older homes, if you're selling an older home on the market, you have a basement laundry room or laundry area, you may want to look at updating your home and somehow getting a laundry facility on the main level somehow, whether it's an addition or a remodel, uh, maybe taking out uh, a dining room, a formal dining room or something that's not as uh, used and uh, you know, repurposing the space or maybe building out a closet and turning it into a laundry center because a lot of buyers want laundry rooms on the main level. So we've kind of heard a little bit about what they want. And I think for the most part, this makes a lot of sense. I, you know, I'm not seeing anything too shocking in here. Maybe the garage thing, but I believe that was probably more based on where people, you know, are planning on living and what kind of lifestyle they have going forward. But there was some interesting data as well about what they don't want. And they went out of their way to say, these are items I absolutely do not want to have. And again, this is a target audience of first-time home buyers. They do not want an elevator. That makes a lot of sense when you think about it because one, that's a very expensive item. It's probably over a $20,000 add to a home. These are younger buyers. They're healthy. They're probably not even thinking that way. They probably think they're invincible. So an elevator is not really a must-have item for a first-time buyer. That makes a lot of sense. But this one's interesting. Charging station for electric car, do not want for a younger buyer. We are having some areas of the country mandate that we put charging stations in for electric cars. Younger buyers are the ones that would potentially push for an electric car and they don't want a charging station. So to have our government mandating that we put these things in for people is kind of ludicrous. And I, I hope that this data gets out. I hope this gets to our elected officials and they, they see that this is not something that people want. If people want to add it, they can pay for that themselves. That is not something that they would should mandate into putting into a home. So good information there. And you know sometimes I think the government's trying to do more for us than uh, than uh, we need to. Like if, if people want to add that, anyone can add that, but why why mandate that at this point? Another thing that buyers do not want is cork flooring. Kind of interesting. 
Um, you know, I, I again, I, I don't think I think from a look standpoint, it doesn't really do anything for me. I very seldom ever have anyone ask for it, so that's not a shock to hear that. I know a lot of people are still concerned about sustainable floors and green green features and things like that, but cork flooring that isn't anything that's uh, you know, yes, it's sustainable and things like that, but I I just don't think it it does anything for people. There's a lot of other alternatives out there that are nice and durable and, and, and look very good. And so I don't think that is a must have at all. Another thing that they do not want is a wine cellar. So again, this is, you know, this makes sense. Again, this is sort of a luxury item. The younger buyers, you know, a whole wine cellar, probably not, you know, they might like their wine or enjoy a bottle of wine, but I don't think they need a whole cellar for it. They're just trying to afford a home and putting things like car charging stations and wine cellars, elevators, that is not going to get them to an affordable home. Another thing that they do not want is they do not want a golf course community. And again, most younger buyers are pretty savvy. They know that those kind of communities come with a premium. They can be a lot more expensive. And it that's going to be something that is, you know, going to make it more and more difficult for them to purchase a home. So something that they do not want. Um, they may also not want people walking around right in their backyard. Um, you get the noise of the golf uh, golfer hitting the golf ball and those kind of things. So those are definitely things that uh, you know make sense and are things that people don't want. So one other thing that they polled the buyers on, which was pretty interesting, are potential buyers. And it says here, if the first-time buyers had to choose for the same price between a smaller home with high-quality products or a bigger house with less amenities in them, they would opt for the smaller home with more amenities in it. So they will go for features in a smaller home over a big and cheap home. So they don't want the McMansion is basically what this is talking about. They don't want the big and cheap home. They would rather have a nicely appointed smaller home. So very interesting uh, that that came out. 62% preferred that going that direction versus the McMansion. So pretty interesting things. You know, great to get, you know, the pulse of some of these younger buyers here and, and, and see kind of what's going on. This is fresh data, so it's great to analyze. It's helpful not only for us as home builders, but it's also very helpful for people that are, you know, getting their home on the market and getting their home ready to sell because sometimes you can adjust things and, and, and then target that market. If you feel like your, your market is the younger, you know, first-time buyer, You've got a smaller home or an older home um, in, in one of those communities, uh, especially like homes that were built in the 50s, uh, early 60s, where you know they are still fairly affordable, good locations in part of town. You may want to look at some of these items and do some strategic updates to capture more of those buyers' attention and be able to sell a home to them. So I'd love to hear from you guys if you guys have any comments or thoughts on this. But I thought overall this is a really valuable study and it was definitely worth sharing. And uh, if you like studies like this and want more updates and, and, and data and an analysis on these type of things, certainly reach out to me. Easiest way to get a hold of me is through email, homebuildinghero at yahoo.com. You can also find us on our website, homebuildinghero.com. There's all sorts of forms on the website, so you can fill one of those out and it will send a message directly to me. 
Additionally, follow us on social media, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn. We are all over the place. So we appreciate the kind support. We are close to surpassing 70,000 downloads. And I want to thank each and every one of you for supporting the program, not only now, but in the future. And we are going to continue to bring great content to you guys. So once again, I am David Bellman, president of Bellman Homes. Thank you so much for tuning into the Home Building Hero. And we'll talk to you guys very soon.